0: Lope in the building, my life been a movie, I should've filmed it nicely with the pen game. Pops taught me the spit game. Get your cameras ready, we to catch when I'm in frame. product, opinionated when I'm coming through, smooth with it. I'll be kicking back? could Google it. Bring a black to the book. He the truth, just another lane. Lot I'm a crown heights legend, still rapping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. What up? What up, man? It's the boy, Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 31. Episode 30 was dope. Episode 30 was titled, Two Cousins, man. Shouts out to my first cousin, Damian Coachman, who's actually a writer from back home in New York. Uh, we both raised in Brooklyn, man. We used to co-own an uh, independent magazine called Talent Only Magazine. We got to reflect on the glory days, man. Shouts out to my cousin. Well, listen, that interview was long overdue. We should have been, did it, and I'm actually going to take all the blame because <laughs> I'm like one of the busy cousins of the family, I'll be fucking up, you know what I'm saying? But um, today's episode 31. Episode 31 is titled, The Grind is Lonely. All of y'all have, for all of y'all that listen to the show regularly, I've actually said this quite a few times, The Grind is Lonely. It's very lonely and very lonely and you have to be built for it. You you have to, in my opinion, you have to hit a point of being comfortable alone. You, ha- you have to. If you are not comfortable alone, how are you going to be comfortable around people? It, it just doesn't, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're going to get around people and feel uneasy. You're not going to want to be at events. You're not going to just want to be around family. So me, um, I'm not a people person, and I've said this shit plenty of times, but I know how to handle crowds of people. I know how to maneuver around people and things like that. When you hit the middle point of that quote unquote grind is lonely point, you become completely tapped in. You become 110% tapped in. It's like you rediscover yourself. And I know this is gonna sound corny. <laughs> you consider yourself a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. I know it sounds whack. I know it sounds whack. Don't laugh at me for my analogy on that shit. But, like, seriously, like, you know, the caterpillar, it crawls, it slithers. You have to go into your shell, man. You have to go into this place of aloneness to really rediscover yourself and redefine who you want to be in life, that's when you're actually going to grow wings and soar. You can't fly if you don't know yourself. You can't. You can't. You can't. So me, myself, I hit that point several times in life, several occasions. I found myself uh, non-social during those times. Like I found myself confused at those times. I found myself going broke at those times. See, that's some shit a lot of y'all ain't ready for. Depending on what area of, of life you're in, whether you're in business, whether you're in school, whether you're doing music, or you could be doing a podcast like me, you, you will go broke during that time. That, that alone time is serious. You will find yourself depleting your account and all of your funds to get where you want to be at in life. Another thing people don't want to talk about depression. Depression runs a fine line, it runs a line, it, it's right next to that grind is lonely point. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I, as I just previously said, I found myself at that point on in several occasions in life. I was working on a mixtape project at one point, and it was a dope ass mixtape, a very dope mixtape. I dropped it on that piff. What I, you know, it, this is this is for the BWP two, the Bruce Wayne Part Two mixtape, right? The Bruce Wayne Part Two mixtape was hosted by a coast to coast DJ. It was hosted by DJ Pionbo, and I actually, as y'all know, wrote a book, which was a musical memoir because a lot of those songs had a backstory to it. A lot of those songs had a backstory to it. Um, it was hard for me to concentrate during that time because I was going through a lot of shit. I was going through family stuff. I was going through legal stuff. Um, stuff at work, things like that. You know, I had a lot of studio sessions because I wasn't recording at home. I was going. I was. I was recording in Queens at the time. I was doing shows at the time. I produced like half of that mixtape. So I had at a certain point, I had to put all of the extra stuff aside to complete this mixtape and get it done. Because I want—I knew that mixtape was going to be dope. I knew the outcome of what could be from that mixtape. So in order to get things done on my end, while I was writing it, while I was working on it and producing the shit, I was i was not going to a studio to produce it, I was producing at home. Literally, I had my, my laptop, I had my keyboard, and I was just banging beats out. So for me to get it done, I had to go into a, a state of loneliness. You know, and, and not to not to make it sound like um it sounds worse <laughs> than what it kinda is. I know it does sound worse than what it is, but I had to force myself into a state of loneliness. You know, and I was I was still in Brooklyn at the time while I was working on it. Um, you, you, there was block parties going on in my block. There were I was going to work every day doing doubles. I was dealing with actual at the time, I believe I was dealing with a lot of court stuff because I was going back, I was I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I like to keep it real with y'all on the show. I don't like to hold no punches. During that time, I was going back and forth to court with my BM. I I which you know we got past that and this is not me throwing shade at her. I end up getting um uh not only joint custody, but I got residential custody, you know what I'm saying? So, between being a single parent working, trying to pursue a dream, it was hard. <laughs> it was very fucking hard. I had to push everything else that did not matter to the outskirts. And thank God I did. Thank God I was disciplined Enough to do it. Like I said, you will go broke. Uh, uh, uh. Whenever you hit that grind is lonely point, you will go broke. You will imagine, you know, you're pushing for something, and you know you wanna you wanna go on dates, you wanna go party with your friends, you wanna hang out, you wanna go to the hot spots, but you know subconsciously you know that's not gonna fit into your personal schedule. It's not gonna mentally fit into your personal schedule right now. You have to become, like I said, you have to become hundred and ten. Percent completely tapped in. Once you become tapped in, everything else starts to open up. You know, you understand what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't understand that. And I f- I felt like during this time of this pandemic, this was a time for us to all be creative. Well, not everybody. Not everybody's creative. <laughs> so you know, some. And this is not me throwing shade at people. Some people just want to get up every day. They want to function. They want to go to work. They want to go home. They want to go to their families. That's their life. But you know, you kind of want to. Me, for me, like I told my cousin on the last show, for me, I had to be creative to get through this pandemic. I had to be creative to get through this pandemic. That's what got me through it. And I know I personally know a lot of other people that got through this pandemic being creative. I, I that, like I said, several occasions, you know what I mean? The grind is lonely. So during during let's fast forward, you know, I told you y'all guys, I was working on the mixtape. I had to you know, completely become tapped in. The grind was lonely during this whole point of, around, let's say this point last year, this point last year for me to get through the pandemic, I had to be creative. Um, I found myself going through a whole nother grind. I found myself going, and I'm not going to get into full details of that right now. That's for a later show. But I found myself com- like going through the grind. I was, my hours had slowed up at work and I told myself, all right, this was, this was, I would say not exactly at this time last year, a few months later when I started the podcast, right? Oh, no, around this time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck it up. Oh, age kicking it, brother. But I found myself, I took one of the extra rooms in my, in, in my, in my apartment. I had a 4 bedroom. I took one of the extra rooms in my apartment, um, removed everything. I threw everything out, removed it. I went on Amazon, bought a backdrop. I said, I need to do some promo photos. I bought a backdrop. Um, I bought the um, I bought a white backdrop. I bought a green backdrop. I bought the stuff to hold the backdrop. I put my audio equipment in there. I started. Um, I recorded the the intro song for my. I produced and recorded the intro song for my podcast. I started recording the podcast. You understand what I'm saying? It it wasn't the the greatest setup in the world, but it worked for me. It worked for me. I found myself. Not doing anything but dedicating myself to that. I was not going out. I wasn't hanging out. I was literally in the crib in my boxes, in my boxes, working in this extra room in my crib, preparing myself, getting myself done. And you know why? Because I discovered at a certain time, certain point in life, I discovered I am a fucking brand. I am a brand. And let me tell y'all to all of the people that's listening that are working on becoming a media entity or you're going to school. Or you are trying to pursue music, you're producing, you are a fucking brand. You are what people what people see you are as, this is what they're going to project you as. You understand what I'm saying? You are your brand, work on yourself. Whether you're working on your brand internally, becoming better at it, whether you're working on your media image, whether you're working on your just your whole style and what you want to pursue at or your style of what you want people to look at, you are a fucking brand you understand what I'm saying, and this is exactly what I was doing. I hit a point where I re- I realized that I had just um welcomed my my first client to my company, which is Fly Ferg. You understand what I'm saying? I was in the crib producing tracks for her album. I pr- I produced her first single under the company in my crib. I laid the vocals for I featured myself. Yeah, I featured myself on on the first single. Fuck it. So what? I did that. I I recorded my verse in my crib. Shouts out to my homeboy, John Nell, who had let me I didn't have a mic screen at the time. John Nell let me hold his mic screen, and I bought the same mic screen after I gave it back to him. Shouts out to the homie from Staten Island, man. I believe John Nell is in Indiana right now, holding it down, brother. I love you, brother. I hope you're doing great. I plan on reaching out to you soon, man, and I, and I hope everything that you pursuing and wanting life, you're getting that, Tom's 10. He let me hold his mic screen. Shit sounded like I recorded that verse in a full studio. You know what I'm saying? So being creative has been something that has got me through dark times. It has gotten me through these quote unquote grinders, lonely points. We got to take a quick break right now. Shouts out to Inc. our sponsor. We will be right back with the Life of Product Podcast. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We are now back with the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 31. We had to take a quick break for our sponsor, which is Inc. shouts out to the sponsor, man. Y'all really rocking out with the kid. and, And I love what you guys are doing. This is episode thirty-one. Um, the episode, today's episode, is titled "The Grind Is Lonely," and this is this is something that we need to really talk about. I'm actually going to do a part two uh, in the near future with a couple of business owners. I'm going to have them on the show. But the grind is lonely. H- how do you how do you prepare for this shit? You you know what? I don't think anyone can fully prepare for it. I think some people they not nah, well not everybody. Some people come into this shit delusional. Some people come into this uh with somewhat of an idea of what they're going to go through but you don't really you don't you can't fully grasp it until you end it and and that's the thing you know so let, let me shed a little bit of inspiration on y'all real quick Shouts out to the people with online stores i see a lot of people with online stores they're selling clothes they're selling makeup um everything Shouts out to y'all keep on pushing don't give up don't give up i i i personally know a lot of y'all that are at the brink of giving up or have given up Keep fucking pushing. If you have given up, I would love to see you guys reignite everything at a certain point. But don't do it until you're ready. Don't do it until you're financially ready, until you're physically ready, and until you're mentally ready. Because I see the toll that is taking on y'all. But to all of y'all who haven't given up, keep on pushing. Because there is light at the tunnel of this shit. There is money at the tunnel of this shit. Look, Look, put it like this, right? Two things you can't do. You can't win forever and you can't lose forever. You can't. The the, the 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 circle of this shit will not allow that. You understand what I'm saying? You can't listen to me. You cannot win forever, and you cannot lose forever. So your W is coming. It's on the way. You just have to hang in there. You understand what I'm saying? So there's really there's no full way to prepare for this. I let me tell y'all something, right? I've worked and owned a business. Do do you know how hard it is to go to work, work ten hours, clock out, and then go work on your business. That shit is hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy, man. I let me take it a step further. I used to work with a dude and this dude had a, a nice house in Long Island, had a wife. She she worked for a, a a nice size company. Money was coming in. They had, I think, a son and a daughter or two sons or whatever. He 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 owned a company, a construction company, and was working part-time at my job. I was there full time. He was working part-time. He would do his construction shit from like 6, 7 in the morning, work till like 5, 6 o'clock, be at the airport by 8 o'clock and work till 1 o'clock in the morning. Do you know how hard that is? One, physically, let's talk about the physical side first. Hard, very hard. Because not only was he busting his ass doing construction, he was the owner, but still working. He had to physically work when he got to his part-time job. And I, I watched dude do it for years. So, aside from the mental part, imagine how hard it was mentally to be, to, you, imagine you go for every, every day, five days a week or however many days a week you do it. You go from being a boss to a worker. You went, you go from telling people what to do, eight, 10, 12 hours a day to being told what to do for another five hours a day, but you're still physically working. Yo, (laughs) it's easy, man. It's not easy. Imagine you're in this summertime. It's 95 degrees outside. You're doing that. Now it's 80, drop down about 85, 90. It's muggy outside and you're being told, oh, you're doing this shit wrong. What you tired for? Go do this. You only working five five hours. It's eight o'clock at night. We've been here all day, but you've been at the job you own all day. Imagine doing that shit in the snow. Imagine you worked in 30 degree weather all day in the snow. Now with the temperature drop, it's 15 degrees and you're at your part-time job being told what to do. Imagine you was supposed to get up at one o'clock in the morning. You got to work till three. Now, you're only going to get about three and a half hours of sleep, two and a half hours of sleep. It's not easy. It's not. The grind is lonely. The, uh, I, I've known dudes who own businesses and have part-time jobs. And one thing they, a lot of them have said, not all of them, but a lot of them have all said the same shit. They said that they felt like they had no life and they felt alone. And some of these dudes were married or in relationships. They Like one dude was married. He was in a relationship. had uh He had a kid. And he said he just felt lonely he said he felt lonely because see he he worked he worked pretty much seven days a week because he worked a his full-time job that he owned and then he was working a part-time job a couple days a week and on the weekends so he said he felt alone because from the time he woke up he was at his job telling people what to do nobody liked him because he was a boss he he didn't really get to spend spend time with his his wife and his kids and on the weekends he was at his part- time job and his wife had well had his son, his wife had his son, and they was off doing whatever. So by the time he's coming home, he's getting in the bed. They sleep already. You know, you know what I'm saying. So he he's missing family dinner. He's not getting to enjoy the his his money that he's making, and he's not getting to enjoy his family. That shit has to be hard. I, I feel like I feel like we get so caught up in stuff like that. I feel like shit like that makes a lot of men die early in life. It does. It it does. I feel like I feel like it takes a toll on your health. I feel like if you are not happy, you cannot be healthy. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm pretty sure that there's some type of direct correlation with that. Maybe, maybe you can't prove it scientifically, but I me personally, I feel like a lot of shit is deeper than science. I feel like if you are not happy, you cannot be healthy. And I feel like so many men. Work so hard all these years. Every 10 years, you're getting older. Every 10 years, you're getting older. You've worked hard for these 10 years. You're 30 now. You're 40 now. You're 50 now. You're still fucking working trying to get to that, to that, um, the retirement age of 65. You are, you, you may have 10 unhealthy things going on with you, but you don't know because you have so much momentum for working. You understand what I'm saying? Now you hit the retirement age or you're close to where you can't even be happy and enjoy it. You're sick now. bang. In fucking hospital, you understand what I'm saying? Happiness, happiness is usually not there during that grind is lonely point. It's very hard to find happiness. like I've me, and I'm speaking from experience. I found I found myself just barely functioning during that quote unquote grind is lonely point. It it it's it's taking a toll on my diet. It's taking a toll on my sleep. It's taking a toll on my relationship with my kids because once you're in that grind, there's lonely point. Even with Aside from all the other shit I'm doing on the side from a business, music, I, there's been times I've been just on the grind at work, trying to pay bills and catch up or stay afloat. You understand what I'm saying? You working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, it takes away time from your kids. It does. And that is time I can't get back. I can't get that shit back. What the fuck? They don't make time machine. Time only goes forward. It does not go backwards. Now, as they're getting older- You know what I'm saying? My kids appreciate all the work I put in, but I, me, I don't know if they miss that, but I miss that. Now, mind you, I've spent a lot of time with my kids. I've gone on vacations. I've done that, but I still wish I could have done more. I really wish I could have done more. I wholeheartedly wish I could have did more, but this is the reality that we live in. You you know what I'm saying? So, you know, during that grind is the only point, you're going to lose time. You are going to lose out on happiness. You're, You're going to, but this is the decision that you made, or maybe life put you into that. Maybe it did. I don't. I don't know what your situation is. God bless you and your situation. But I'm I'm just here to shed light on everything to inspire y'all and let you guys know to not give up. Giving giving up is the easy way out. It's the easy way out, man. And I've seen people give up in life, become drug addicts. Uh, they've given up and they got out of shape right after that. I'm not fat shaming nobody, but health is wealth. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen them give up and go broke. I've seen them give up and not be happy and just go deeper into the rabbit hole of depression and anger and sadness. You understand what I'm saying? If that's what you're gonna do or what you did, you should you might as well kept on fucking pushing and pursuing what you was doing. Cause like I said, you can't always win and you cannot always lose. And you let me let me tell y'all something right before I end the show, right? Every time in life I was about to give up, I gotta win. Every time I was about to give up in life, I gotta win. One is because I'm faithful. Two, I told y'all, anger fuels my 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 anger and my anger fuels me whenever I'm working and it fuels my work ethic. When I start feeling like I'm losing and I get mad, is I will say a prayer and I say a prayer. Pray. I say a prayer. I'll get mad and I'll just bong, bong, I'm hitting a home run. That's what I'm doing and it always happens. It oh, and I'm not, I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm saying that because I know. I know for a fact. Now, I've, I've gotten my W when I didn't expect it. That's what's up. Shouts out to God. Shouts out to the universe. But I know my W was coming. You understand what I'm saying? Your W was coming. It's coming. You just got to, you you have to not give up. Those days when you wake up like, damn, yo, I'm behind on rent. I'm behind on such and such. Damn, yo, I'm fucked up. That might be the day you get it. That that might be you fueling it. Fueling your W. Your, your W was going to come. But yeah, it's the boy product. Life of Product Podcast, episode 31, The Grind is Lonely. But boom, before I end the show again. <laughs> a couple of people have been hitting me up about sponsorships and interviews. If you want to sponsor the show, if you want to interview on the show, hit me by email. It's corporate with a K, entertainment, LLC at gmail.com. Corporate with a K, entertainment, LLC at gmail.com. Let's get the sponsorship going. Let's get these numbers up. Let's promote your business. Let's get you on the show. Let's get you interviewed. I'm out, baby. Gear.